0: The Koi Gig Pod on Off The Ball I don't like it, I want to be up there in Group A I don't care who we get, we should be up there competing against them, but you know as you said, we're going to win that group and then get promoted hopefully.
1: Subscribe to the feed in the OTB Sports app now
0: The News run on Off The Ball With Gillette Labs, get the ultimate shave with your money back Neon Night Edition, available now This is News Talk Hello there, you welcome along. So Monday's off the ball coming at you. The rights and wrongs of GEA Go have dominated the news cycle for the past 24 hours. The Taoiseach amongst those speaking out about it now. Maliki Clerken uh, with his thoughts at half past seven. Mal was also in Limerick yesterday for, uh, well, to witness an extraordinary performance by the Clifford brothers under the most awful of circumstances. So Maliki Clerken on the way, half past seven. Monday night rugby. Fiona Hayes, Jerry Thornley. Three provinces in the URC semi-finals. Rugby's golden age continues. Much to uh, Donald's Oig's uh, frustration, can't be stopped. Including Leinster, Munster, and three Premier League games today, shaping the relegation fight in a big way. Pat Nevin, with us after nine. Five three one zero six is the text number. We're at off the ball on Twitter. Young Michael McCarthy on his holidays. Best of luck to him. Arthur O'D in your come of a Monday. You're very welcome. Hello also of the New York Times from time to time but he'd rather not talk about that
1: yeah yeah.
0: Uh, Richie McCormack is with us hello
2: I I hope Mick's not anywhere in the locale for his holidays because there's weather with a capital W happening outside my window right now we've had thunder and lightning uh, the last couple of minutes and that has uh, parlayed into hailstones and now just rain which is a bit disappointing so hopefully
0: Mick's not somewhere in Dublin there's a storm of brewing for hurling people Mick oh that's
2: a that's a beautiful segue
0: I did see a, a quote tweet of the exchange of the video, and it was fair play to Donald Ogue on his last ever Sunday game appearance, which <laughs> <laughs> was good. Uh, so his issue, I'm sure you've seen this, everybody's seen this at this stage, but his issue is less the notion of pay-per-view GAA. His issue is more the choice of game on GAA Go. Munster Hurling effectively being exploited to get this joint venture off the ground was very much his sentiment. He has looked at Clare Limerick and now Cork Tipperary the last two weekends and there are very few high-profile hurling weekends in the calendar and he feels by next weekend four of the biggest Munster Hurling Championship matches will have been on pay-per-view and frankly, the GAA needs to have a think about what it's doing when it comes to hurling. Completely unloved, uncared for. It's failing hurling was very much his uh, sentiment. Very impassioned, uh, strident views.
1: What was your instinct Watching it, Arthur. The instinct. Yeah, agree. Disagree. Absolutely agree. in instinct. Yeah. Instinct. There's something about the way that it was portrayed. There's like, oh God, he's right. I agreed on instinct too. It's just, they're, oh, they're killing it. They're absolutely killing it. And then, I suppose, on slightly more mature reflection, I, I don't know because I don't know what the um, what I don't know what they're striving for or what the ideal situation is. It is just to get. Is the ideal say for a Munster hurling match to become something akin to a Ireland Six Nations game where it gets like almost a million mm. views? Is this it's this nationwide kind of event? Because that'll never happen. Mm. And I don't know what the I don't know if and Malachi will talk about this later. The how authentic the intention is to grow the game, grow the game. Oh, really? I, You're I, in that camp too. Yeah, I'm not sure about that. Yeah, so instinctively I was with them
0: I thought oh bloody (laughs) it is a disgrace it's a wonderful orator yeah and then John Forway did a great piece where he broke down in the examiner just the um, take Munster Hurling for instance so by the end of the group stages all 10 matches will have been available This is Munster Hurling by the way so all 10 matches will have been available live either on RTE or on GA Go and there will be an even split between the two so a touch lopsided at the moment for sure, hence the frustration. But actually, in the round, on mature reflection, when we reflect on the season, there will be plenty of hurling on RTE, on free-to-air television. And what's more, the piece, um, as reading, highlighted the fact that if hurling people aren't happy now, there is a storm of brewing. Yeah. Because football people, in a couple of weeks' time, are going to flip out when they realise that the weekend of May 20th, 21st. Kerry against Mayo and Galway against Tyrone will be the preserve of GAA Go. There will not be, imagine this, Richie, there will not be a single football Mm -hmm. match televised on free-to-air television that weekend. Meanwhile, on RTE, the hurling will be 2-4. Clare against Cork and Limerick against Tipperary will very much dominate the free-to-air landscape. And it is the same story the following week May 27th May 28th Dublin will play either Cork or Escommon Derry or Armagh will play Monaghan again they'll be uh, very much behind the paywall on GAA Go whereas RTE will have a second successive Sunday very much dedicated to live hurling and it'll mark the, conclu- the, the conclusion of the group stages of the provincial championship so you know the real yeah. do or die game so I think to be fair those points weren't really made last night and, and so last night I came away going jeez that is a disgrace but I'm not sure it's quite the disgrace that I uh, felt initially.
2: Yeah, I'm sure Cusack will back down on his opinion as well when he realises that too. Uh, I'm 100% certain of it. Um, it's, a, it's, it's, an odd, it's an odd argument for him to make because um, I, like, I don't know much to Arthur's point there. What, is, what does growing hurling entail? Like what's what's the a point at which everybody who's banging that drum is actually happy to stop banging it and is and is pleased with it because he seemed to suggest last night that it was it was RTE's fault that the game is not growing, which is odd because it's not their it's not their um, you know duty to to grow games. It's I their duty. I thought it was more to, um,
0: GA. He was pointing the well.
2: Well, when when he's when he's bringing in stuff like the coverage of rugby uh, and oh, his, that's true. You know, and his conversations with Declan McBennett over uh, the you know the amount of rugby being shown, et cetera. Like, that's that's a complete non-argument and it's one you're always going to lose. It's silly. Um, the GA are in a really lucky position because considering the fact that there's such a fragmented market, that there's 32 counties notionally, um, that they get any money at all for GA rights is 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 a miracle because there's no market for it there in terms of, um, like, if, if you put it out to market forces, there's only RTE and Virgin Media and then Latterly Sky who bid for it. Um, you see other sporting events and the League of Ireland has been obviously um suffered this in the last while where they get no money as regards screening of matches. There's other events that are worldwide events you'll see, like rowing stuff that would appear from time to time or swimming events that will be taken in as part of Eurovision contracts um, that you know they don't have to pay for either. So the fact that they're paying for GA rights at all is odd. And the fact that they're allowed to have a monopoly on it, which is what the rte GA go split is. It's a monopoly by one media organisation on GA rights. Um, that's probably something that would need to be looked at rather than the balance of people talking up hurling matches versus football matches being screened on, on free-to-air TV. The fact that there was an offer from another broadcaster which offered to screen more games on actual television versus... An online system for which the country isn't prepared because there's really poor broadband in the majority of this country. Um, that that's the decision that needs looking at. Um, but it's not within television companies' remit to promote hurling or any other arm of the GEA. Hmm. There is uh, such an interesting
0: almost um, dichotomy when it comes to hurling Arthur and. I'll mention it to Mal later on. We we spoke to Mal before coming on air, so you'll hear it, but it is the most celebrated, storied pursuit in the association. You know, artistry, it's like the, the drumbeat of our soul. Uh, it's it's part of our psyche. It's talked about by both football and hurting people as the greatest sport in the world. And yet on the other side of that fence, it's only played to a certain standard in very, very few pockets of the country. And... Hurting people seem to feel like if you take down log as, as like a, a sense of the temperature yeah they seem to feel like this grievance that actually we're completely unloved they're not helping us grow up in Crow Park HQ and uh, we've been failed like it's shrinking not growing Maybe it was a, kind of an interesting uh, sense from my thought and I, I presume lots of hurting people feel that way
1: it's very hard to wrap your head around and it's funny something Jackie Terrell touched on that doesn't get talked about a lot as well is that it's such a tiny community and it's very insular and I suspect that it becomes quite easy if someone does have a grievance that it it can be quickly magnified within that small little area because like I know exactly what you're saying in terms of like I don't think anything matches high for high level entertainment hurling when it's played really well by the elite the top of the top but when you drop down beyond that it's really not it's not a very I uh, don't want to be harsh like, but it's not nearly as enjoyable a sport to watch yeah. so really like, when we consider hurling what it is like, it is just what you're saying like, and even like, it's it's that small little thing that most of us know it's mm. very very small like we'll know about six or seven teams and then you know a certain number of players from each of those teams and that for the majority of people is hurling Yeah. now these guys obviously see an awful lot more of it being involved in clubs and everything else and they have a far greater sense of what it's like but I kind of suspect they're so enmeshed in it that, like I'd say, when you're in a community that small, it's very hard. It's very easy, sorry, to feel like everyone's against yeah. you all the time. Although, and and it's a point um, Mal makes actually, so I'm I'm absolutely borrowing it from
0: him. But it's it's just so true. Hurling has something to answer for when it comes to its treatment of its own league, in that it yeah. was just a couple of years ago, amazingly tense. Yeah, and then. Early folk got together and said, "This is far too much stressful, uh, you know, yeah, business yeah, for us. Yeah. Let's, ju- let's just, let's just one A one B. Let's not have a premium on relegation promotion. Let's just calm it down." And now the league, which incidentally is free to air right across the mm-hmm. campaign, you have literally on Orty Television on their highlight show. Like I vividly remember, it might have been Donalogue, but certainly it was Liam Sheedy. Maybe it was Jackie Tear. I can't remember. But like after a game, saying. Frankly, there's training sessions with more intensity than these games. Like, <laughs> no one's taking this seriously. It's a waste of time. But um, here it is on television anyway. Like, hurling would almost want to have a think. Well... You know, maybe we should be delivering a bit more when it comes to the
1: league before we're jumping up and down about lack of coverage. But there's an innate sort of small mindedness to it, which is quite funny com- considering what they're looking, what I suppose Don't Look it, is is looking for in this scenario. Oh yeah. It is. Monster so, Championship. It's so Stick small it minded. Like this is, and I don't mean that in a negative way. They have what they have, and they do it really well. But there's not. I don't like again. What is there any? There's no emphasis to grow the game and make it like a truly national sport like Gaelic football is, for instance. They don't want any... I don't think anyone wants any part of that. Do you Nobody, not think so? No, I don't think so. I don't. Why? Think there's, They're there's quite, no, they don't want Kerry to get good at hurling? I don't think there's any evidence of that at all. It's like you, you think about like there's one team in Connacht yeah. that competes at that level and no one else is even close. Now, there's reasons for that and that's not necessarily the fault of hurling as a game in itself or whatever kind of all sorts of social not economic reasons but social reasons yeah. for that but I don't ever reco- I, I don't know what evidence there is and maybe it's not in their interests you but think that counties would want more counties You think Curling and Kroc are it? quite happy with the number of elites? Oh I think so yeah. I think so I don't think that there's any great hunger for other counties to improve Okay. and I yeah I I, I like but, it's but at the same time, put our Jewel and the Crown Munster hurling on the like TV even, now. It's even, it's even Jackie Taylor last night talking about the, the Joe McDonough Cup, a brilliant competition. And it is brilliantly competitive. Hmm. But, uh, like... It's not setting her hair on fire. No, and it's not like it's kind of only ever spoken about in terms of, this will actually surprise up. you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. but it's not... I, I don't know. I, I just feel that there's, a, there's an odd thing with hurling compared to other sports where the distinction in the standard is so stark as you move down the yeah, pyramid yeah. that it ceases to almost become the same sport. Like, it's it's completely different.
0: Yeah, well, I, I was certainly... I've, and I know we've got to get a move on here because there's amazing Premier League action happening as we speak, courtesy of the coronation. And by the way, that was one of the great... Um, <laughs> over the weekend. And they showed four hours of the coronation. <laughs> yeah. Are you kidding me? <laughs> and they show hurling. Um, but uh, I was just struck. It's it's amazing. Sometimes y- you just assume uh, that, like, I-, I thought all was well. You know, I thought well. What well, that yeah. you know? It, but on on their part, and then yeah. suddenly this this like like I said, the most celebrated pursuit in the association type thing, and then and then you hear we're nobody sure nobody loves it. Like we're victims here. I guess everyone has a bit of that sometimes. I was just struck yeah. by
1: that sense of. Grievance. I, I also it was there. wonder, and I don't want to. Be, it's not a. I wonder, it's not specific. I don't think it's necessarily a conscious thing. Oh, but, but from, say, Don't look, perspective as a Cork legend and Cork icon, I kind of wonder how much do problems seem like greater problems when your county isn't winning All Ireland's. And I don't mean that in a specific kind of e- bringing this up because <laughs> Cork and on Ireland. But I feel you have a greater amount of time to think about everything else when you're not okay. necessarily focused on that. I, I don't, don't know. know that, but I, I, don't don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't I, I I have to be harsh. It's not that, like it's not. I just feel that there's. You're more likely to see problems and things if your county isn't successful. Like, like, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. Mm. But I, I, I don't know if the same emphasis. I, I don't know maybe that's maybe that can't think it be about, in, think I, I think about if that. Cork had done three in a row it's still never, felt that, it should have been you never hear Kerry TV. giving out about the problems in Munster football you know it's not it's well, not their concern wait until Kerry Galway's on G.A. Go in a few weeks yeah, well, and that'll be know, know all about it but um, you know we yeah. should
0: uh, kick on Malachy Clerken will join us at half past seven I'm very curious for your texts one on just G.A. Go generally paywall generally like 79 euro for 38 games I appreciate lots of people 79 euro is too much money but in the context of what most of us are paying for the likes of Sky or BT two euro a game high production quality I think the price point is acceptable but a lot of people just will not accept pay-per-view in the world of GA and then secondly your thoughts on the hurling football divide the news round is brought to you with Gillette Labs get the ultimate shave or your money back (coughs) the night edition is available now 53106 by the way for your text messages Richie on account of the coronation on account of the coronation we have uh, Bumper Monday and it's been you don't want to say decisive but uh, very significant in the relegation fight
2: certainly is and cheers to King Chuck for all of that uh, it is into the final four minutes at the Amex it's Brighton 1 Everton 4 Everton raced into a 3-0 lead there in uh, jig time they're 3-0 up with 10 minutes to go to half time Adelaide de getting two of those goals an own goal by Jordan Steele in goal and Dwight McNeil made it 4 before Alexis McAllister pulled one back for Brighton with 11 minutes to go Evan Ferguson was sent on as a half time substitute in an effort to rescue that game for the host but it looks like Everton will be climbing away from the bottom three tonight uh, Leicester inched closer to it They were 3-0 down by half time away to Fulham this evening, 4-0 in arrears six minutes after the restart. Harvey Barnes, though, scored twice to keep things interesting, while James Madison netted a penalty and Jamie Vardy had another saved. Leicester boss Dean Smith says their first half performance was unacceptable. We didn't start the game with
0: enough urgency, and we've give really poor goals away. Um, you know they've scored direct from a free kick, which is a, which is crossed into the box, and we don't deal with this. Um, we turn the ball over, and they break, and we've still got a four v two, and you know they get a free shot on goal, and then the third goal, uh, you know they cut cut open another turnover ball, cut inside us, and scoring again from inside our penalty box. So, first half is what killed us. Um, you can't give three goal leads at this level, and expect. To you know, um, expect to come back, we showed some spirit. I would expect that because they're not a bad group of lads, you know. Um, maybe some of them are struggling mentally with the pressures. Um, but that's for me to mean the coaches have to sort out and you know uh, make sure we get the right team. Still haven't elsewhere. That, sorry, sorry I, was just, I still haven't got used to Dean Smith, Leicester manager. I'm sure, like, I, I think if you put a gun to my head on the street, who's the Leicester manager? Go, I'd be like, yeah not sure
2: and, and seeing John Terry is a stark reminder that he's there as well when they were talking to him on the sideline and then you've got Craig Shakespeare sitting in behind them and they're like they're overseeing this absolute shambles that was their first hour pretty much at a, a yeah. Craven cottage they were very 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 poor must have been and looked like a side sinking and then Everton 4-1 away to Brighton did not see that coming and no. it gets uh, more nervy again 8 o'clock yeah, the bottom two meeting at the city ground. Nottingham Forest up against Southampton. Gavin Bizzouna once again on the Saints bench and Alex McCarthy preferred in goal. Uh, Coventry and Sunderland, meanwhile, have taken the last available playoff places in the championship after a dramatic final afternoon there. Millwall were 3-1 up pardon me, at halftime at home to Blackburn and looked to be good for a playoff spot but wound up losing 4-3. Sunderland snatched sixth place courtesy of a 3-0 win at Preston. Coventry held on for a 1-0 draw at Middlesbrough to finish fifth. And those sides will meet again, funnily enough, in the playoff semi finals. Sunderland will be at home to Luton for their first leg.
0: We have Alan Milton of the GA uh, talking.
2: Yet yeah, the head of GEA Go believes the right balance has been struck between free-to-air and pay go matches. Noel Quinn, the GEA's marketing and broadcast senior manager, was speaking today at the launch of the Talchin Cup. He responded to criticism of the service, which has snowballed overnight. Quinn did reveal that RTE passed on the opportunity to screen the recent Claire Limerick game after it was moved from a Sunday to a Saturday to accommodate the great Limerick run down there. Meanwhile, the GEA's director of communications, Alan Milton, says paywalls are a necessary evil we've got bills to
0: pay like everybody else and if we want to finance and we want to push the GA forward in the months and years ahead we quite simply have to generate revenue and one of the ways we do that first of all is through attendances which are the most important part but secondly then is is for people who are willing to watch the games at home who perhaps can't travel or it's just too far and it's it's not realistic so I'm not too sure how the GA could function if all of our games were free to air because there simply isn't enough there aren't enough entities on the island who are are willing to take uh, our games and broadcast them free to air to, to audiences. I think that's pretty fair, to be honest. I I would accept that. Huge reaction, um, as you might expect. Don Logue is not talking about GA coverage, only hurling coverage. Anyone thinks it helps promote hurling by having Limerick Clare and Cork tip behind a paywall is crazy. There are only about 10 real top-level hurling games each year, so hiding some of these is plainly uh, wrong. Yeah, I mean, like I said... Half and half, RTE and GA go for the Munster championship. So, we've had a lopsided start, but I think it may well even out on balance. And in a couple of weeks' time, when big football matches are on GA go and hurling matches are to the four and RTE, it'll be a different story. I do, um I must say, I, I, I and I know Mal is of a similar vein to you. Like maybe hurling counties are happy enough with the status quo. I do think when Donalogue talks. Last night about growing the game, it does mean that sincerely, and I, I do think you know Liam Sheedy spent time up in Antrim a couple of years ago trying to yeah. help there. I, I I do really feel that uh, hurling folk in the main would love to see other counties come up to their level. It would be better for everyone.
1: Maybe, but all I would say about that, and you would never, there's no Colin, there's no disingenuity to that. But hurling people or that those hurling communities are very good at integrating other hurling communities already. So you see that thing that happens in Antrim, but there's a fierce hurling community in Antrim sure. to begin with. I take the point. And yeah. it, it kind of, that's my only thing with, I'm not sure. Like, I so my, like coming from Sligo or Hurling is really low on the totem pole. It was kind of, as you were saying, talking to Malachy, that a few people came in, they were really invested in it and the stock of the place rose. Two promotions mm. up to Christy Ring, you know, you're playing awfully because they're changing fortunes. And then people move on and it just dips back down again cuz there's no structure in place whatsoever. It's not going that
2: that won't change. I I just think Well that's 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 the like the the the, the argument there from from Cusack is like that these games need to be screened to grow the game. There's really like deeper and a lot more hard work and a lot more entrenchment needs to be done in those counties to grow the game. And it's not to, like waving a magic wand and screening Clare and Limerick doesn't suddenly make, you know, Sligo or doesn't suddenly make Ross Common or doesn't suddenly make you know any of the other weaker counties in Leinster any better. Doesn't hurt. That requires, though. A,
0: uh, yeah, yeah, no, I, I take the point. I think you're but right. But it, it doesn't. So much, it doesn't hurt. There's
2: so much more work there, Joe. But I know it doesn't hurt. But there's so much more work to be done there, and it's just an easy, it's an easy win to kind of point that out and say, oh, well, like this would help grow the game. Like, of course it would, anything would. But you need a lot more work and a lot more people on the ground to actually try and grow the game in any meaningful sense yeah.
0: in any of these counties. To be fair to know he did take aim at the GA on that issue as well about when it comes to growing the game. So like he's not here to defend and it's it. A, yeah. and,
2: that's a, and that's a long-term thing. Like that's a long-term thing. Like that will take 10, 15, 20 years in some counties instances to get them up to snuff if that's what you actually want to do.
0: Hmm. Uh, we are pretty much um, against the clock here, Rich. Is there any last story you want to bring people up to speed on?
2: Uh, yeah, the Munster story is actually a, a pretty uh, sad one for them because they'll be without a host of key players for Saturday's URC semi final with Leinster at the Aviva. Orgy Snyman, Calvin Nash, Malachi Fekatoa, and Conor Murray all suffered head injuries in the quarter final win away to Glasgow on Saturday evening. The quartet will follow return to play protocols this week and they're definitively out of the semi final against Leinster at the Aviva. Peter O'Mahony's participation hinges on the outcome of a scan today on an elbow injury he suffered in the Scots' Tune win. Meanwhile, Dermot Barron is having a shoulder injury assessed as the week goes on and a call on his availability will be made closer to Friday.
0: Okay, we'll talk to Jerry Thornley and Fiona Hayes after eight o'clock about that. Pat Nevin with us after nine on all the Premier League action today and the weekend that was and up next we're going to talk to Malachi Clark.